That's Wobbly Jelly for you there, oh. Harry. So I actually, I just sang it to you off pod, but I kind of want to sing California Love. Because coming from your stateside, we're a transatlantic podcast now. It's sunshine outside. Uh, you just, I'm what did you, shorts. what have you just been doing? What have you just been doing? I've been having a swim in a having pool. Having a swim in a pool. That's what, that's what people do in California. You need to actually know that because we're a transatlantic. That's they the go SoCal life. Then they have a smoothie. Mm. Then they um, have gluten-free bakes. So that's mm. what we do up in here in California. Yeah. Which would be a nightmare for Custard Week, which is what this week <laughs> Honestly, is. Honestly, Custard... I don't think it exists out here. Maybe it does. Look, I'm American listeners. Is custard a thing? Well, they I have. They, yeah, you get those custard shakes at Shake Shack for our East Coast listeners. You never yeah. had a custard shake? I don't think I have. I'm not. A, I've got to tell you, I'm not a milkshake guy. What about? Yeah, no, I would say for me, the milkshake is interesting because it's like whenever I see somebody order a milkshake and then it's like, oh, they're a bit random. Put the chips in the milkshake. Um, oh yeah, I always am somewhat envious of that, but then I just want to smash a big old diet coke after I've had a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, a, you know what I mean? A DC just goes so much better with it. I also find like with a milkshake, if I get a milkshake, first two sips, delicious. Then you got a whole milkshake that you're like, I've got yeah, it's too much thing. that. Yeah, and it just sits in your stomach like a big old fry up. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. <laughs> A liquid fryer. Yeah, it is. It's just fat and cream and yeah, not for me. But <clears throat> the custard you like? I do. I do like custard. I'm not. This was weird this week because I feel like custard from a British perspective, which we are, we're Brits. You're a Brit abroad. Is um, it's quite a basic thing. But then we, when you kind of, as at the start, Kevin started listing the custard. I wrote down he was the custard king. So the French. Yeah, things. I noted that down as well. Especially because I, like I entered this episode knowing he went home. So, so found it funny that they pegged him as an expert. Yeah, listing the custard. Early doors. And what would, well, we'll get into it later, but I feel any other week Kevin doesn't go home. Yeah, and I feel like. They're definitely cut and dry. There's definitely an argument for Yanush to go home this week. Yanush, and I'd maybe see Maxi as well. I don't know how you yeah, feel about possibly. That. I don't know how you feel about that? Possibly. Um, but we'll get to that later. What do you think First of this signature off, challenge? Signature. Then? Yeah. What do you think of it? Um, I mean, if you. If you gave me one of these made by the best pastry chef in the world, I'd probably go, ah, you know what, leave it. Yeah. A little floating, a little weird. A floating meringue in custard. It doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. 
One of the other. And please. poached meringue as well. Yeah, what? So that to me, week. I was going to say, and to me, a poached meringue is very, and I, some, I don't know if I quoted it last week, but I quote it a lot in life, is uh, Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park. It's, you did it because you could, not because you should. And that to me is what yeah. a floating meringue is. A poached meringue. Don't fucking do it in the oven, mate. <laughs> I think, honestly, you poach anything, you could just whack it in the oven. Yeah, pop in the microwave. Egg oven. Done. Fry it. Apple oven. Fry it or fuck off. That's what I always say when it <laughs> comes to eggs. Scottish attitude. <laughs> exactly. So, and there was, but this was a thing. So speaking of fry up, the scrambled egg or custard was kind of the, the big thing. It was like, what will you end up with? Um, yeah. Shabira did about some jokes about floaters, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, you've you've got to start off with a bang. Yeah. Now, I I don't know if it feels like they didn't do the funny comedy start that they normally do this week. Did they? What did they do? It just did a preview. Maybe they didn't, and then straight in. Maybe they obviously thought. Oh, then they know. This is the part they yeah. Week by week, cut. I tell cut, you what. Did something, and that did not make the cut. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, so we had Shabira up first. And we should, so I should say as well, Harry, you've got handwritten notes this week. So you've currently nursing or got sort of a tennis elbow now, haven't you? This is, I'm left-handed as well. Oh, smudge shit. It. <laughs> um, and you, I'll just show Ross there. Oh, wow, My yeah. isn't very good. Chicken scratches. You know what I'd say is, actually, I'm quite impressed with that. It's quite neat compared to my own. I quite like yeah. that. It looks like it's not too dissimilar to when they do the VTs with the animated handwriting. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's a bit of a... Um, homely. Sort of it's a homely feel to wind. it. Default Microsoft Word handwriting font. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're if you're e-signing a, an a loan agreement for you know interest-free nine months on a bass guitar, for example, something I've done many a time. That's the signature <laughs> they're putting down. Is a Harry Monahan handwriting? Look, I can make a living off it. <laughs> you should be suing DocuSign for fraud <clears throat> penmanship. We had Shabira first with Mojito Floating Islands, Harry. What do you think of these? I feel like strong concept mm -hmm. because it's like we know the flavours work, Delicious. but they're not basic. So it's like you're kind of doing something a bit out of the box, but it's still safe. It's a mojito. Do you know what I think it. of when I think of mojitos? Hyde Park, 2018. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was earlier okay. than that. Phil Collins. It was my birthday. You I went saw to Phil see Collins him. live and smashed a few mojitos from the Bacardi tent. I bet every other gig in Hyde Park, beer tent, queue. Miles. Mojito Miles tent. Right. Phil Collins. <laughs> no one's getting beer, mate. No, exactly. Like yeah, mojito or bust. Mojito or bust. So oh, enjoy you're the youngest person there. Absolutely. Yeah. I was there as sort of um, purely from a statistical point of view to bring the age demographic down. Um, 
what I did think is they commented that these look like deep fried chicken. In my mind, I thought <laughs> Shabira probably would have preferred that. Well, she did. She said that. Well, that sounds nice as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Paul mentioned, what's your custard cake, Shabira? It's a KFC island. It's like, all right. Sounds good. Let's do yeah, it. Delicious. Pop it on. I'm, you know, which, to be honest, she could, I feel like she was so good this week. She could have probably got away with throwing the signature and the doing queen. a KFC version. Killing it, Shabira. And obviously, the whole time she's been listening, she knows she's been smashing it week after week. And I like that I know that now. Because she's been listening yeah, oh, and learn, talking, listening to us talk about her journey. She's like, motherfuckers, listen, I am going to kill it. Starbaker two weeks in a row. Easy. Light work. Yeah. So they said it was fresh, distinct. It was a perfect custard. It was very clever. Yeah. And you, when she was poaching the meringue, mm. see, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's poached an egg or two. Yeah. <laughs> One or two. Bradley, very, um, maybe Bradley's is very specific about his poached eggs, you know? A few poachies. Oh, I'm sure he's got uh, a spreadsheet of yeah. how many minutes versus uh, the saline level of the water. I like my eggs like I like my ghosts. Mystical. <laughs> so that was good. And then we had Yanush, right? So he's doing mm. a vanilla latte. I like this Another, concept. I've got to say, strong concept to mm. Yeah. Because the look of it, it's like he's got the cream on top. Yeah. The meringue. And again, it's just coffee and vanilla. It's you know it's going to work, but it's still a concept. You're not yeah. being boring. So he's done well here. And maybe this is why he didn't go home in the end. Because um, they said it was effective. The texture was good and they loved the flavour. Did you notice how Prue pronounced latte? I didn't. What did she say? I can't remember now. But I think she's like, a latte. <laughs> she like pronounced it like that. <laughs> like she, she enunciated in a very specific way. That I like. Oh, I feel there was some weird pronunciations from Paul later on, which we've obviously had with Mexican Week, but maybe when we come to it. We'll and before we recorded, I've been at the pub, and there was a people in front of me. It just reminded me as we're talking about this now. People in front of me, a lady was like, "I'd like a pint of Estrella," and then the woman oh, next yeah. to her went, "Oh, don't you say Estrella? I thought it was Estrella," and she was like, "Oh, that's just how I say it." I was like. that's a bit of conflict there that's an interesting one because i feel like it is a lot of people know would know that it is australia you know Mm. but also everyone splits the nation it's like when we what are you saying i say i thought well i don't drink i'd say australia i think australia yeah it's like when i I remember i used to work in a bar and people would order sam miguel and i'd be like no come on and i would smash the can over their face instead you got yeah. In primary school, I had uh, a boy in my class called Miguel. So that was that early on. I learned that. You know, um, he supported Benfica. He's Portuguese. Oh, I see, of lad. course. Uh, um, Sandro. Yeah, I'd, I, big Sandro. What's he doing? He's doing cherry almond hazelnut. Back on the booze train. Double booze. Yeah. It seems to be like 
his playbook is just play to Prue and hope it goes well. Yeah, and I feel like because he said in this one he hasn't wowed them with the flavors yet. So he had his brandy in, and it hadn't hasn't worked. Here. No, and he was really rooting for Star Baker this week. He didn't all get it. Yeah, and I honestly, he he was a distant second. I would yeah. say yeah, he I wasn't agree. close. No, but he even one, said he got he, carried away. Yeah. He messed up the flavours. He added brandy in, but there was already Prosecco. And then you've got cherry, almond, hazelnut. It, it looked quite good, but a bit busy. Yeah. And I feel like this wasn't this wasn't a signature bake, which sometimes you get with the signature bakes, where presentation can carry it. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with this presentation. Totally. Um, and he's not he's not a flavor guy we, he's, a, he's a booze he guy he kind of called it out himself here and said I'm going to change that then he didn't change it so now we're all looking back thinking yeah you're oh, right yeah. Sandro hasn't killed the flavors yet so um, what did they say yeah they, they said yeah carried away with the brandy all a bit too much yeah looked busy but pretty they said yeah and it was good custard texture and then yeah. my boy, the king of Scotland, the king of the custard. Um, everything's coming up roses. What I would say is Paul Hollywood was doing some sort of Scottish cliche stuff, which you know I find very offensive. It's a hate crime. Um, yeah, I mean, if we could cancel him, yeah, I would be up for it. Yeah, and he's uncancelable. He dressed up as Adolf Hitler, and it he got away with it. So, <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, he's uncancelable. He really is. <laughs> but I did like Kevin did a nice little pun where he was like, am I right or am I meringue? Which I enjoyed. A bit of Scottish patter there. So I enjoyed yeah. that. And I felt hopeful for the start here because Kevin was like, you know, similar in the technical. He was like, yeah, I've done this before. Everyone else was like, I've never done this. So I thought, Kevin's yeah. going to be all right here. But the puree, they said it watered it down the Custard, she proved that it was as smooth as anything. So he smashed the custard. This whole way, he had, to be fair to him, yeah. he smashed the custard at every mm. opportunity. Yeah. But the meringue was basically dissolving in the thing. He didn't know how to poach this thing properly. Mm. He added Prosecco in, which, you He's know... He's trying they to appeal to the English. That's what's happening. They don't drink Prosecco. They don't drink, you know... It should have made a bucky bloody yeah, meringue. Buckfast meringue. Delicious. <laughs> Iron brew and bucky. <laughs> no. Delicious. Diarrhea diarrhea ensues. Yeah, it was um yeah, the booze brought down the marrow and I felt for him. Because we'll see what if you look let's look at this and again, I know we're Team Kevin now. Obviously you certainly are, but when we're looking now at Maxi with a blueberry lagoon. Yeah. Which what I'll say here is, Harry, is She's got no patter. They cut to and cut away from Maxi so quickly. Yeah, she's just getting on with it. Yeah. I feel like she just wants to do the job Yeah, and win. Yeah. She doesn't really care about the show. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
it's like she's been asked to do it. Is like she's trying to get a promotion, and they're like, "You've got to go on Bake Off." And if you get, if you mail Bake Off, we'll give you. You'll be senior. You'll be a regional manager. Yeah, she's not. She's focused on baking. Mm. She's focused on. It's not even, but she doesn't have that blind ambition either. She's just. It's like she's just put in the tent and they're like, you got to bake this. Yeah. And then she does it and then she goes home. She's nice to everyone. Not a As bad in, word you can yeah. say about. Yeah. No, and they... But you she's know, not but, offering much. No, she? and they said... But, if he, but when we look at the feedback she got here compared to Kevin's, not enough for a dessert. Could have been thicker creme anglaise. They said it was a good flavour combo. Well, that's not that dissimilar to what Kevin got. To what Sandro got. Yeah, I mean, it was. I feel like this one was quite. Yeah. No one really messed up here. Shakes, you know. No handshakes. No, 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 not at all. And then we had Abdul. All right. And he's doing a cherry, orange, and pistachio. It looked nice. I like the look of this one. Look nice. They said the meringue lost height. Like that's a bit harsh. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um, that? but absolutely delicious. They said. And yeah. After this happened, I noted down Abdul Dark Horse. Yeah. This week, I don't think he gets. He doesn't get the spotlight. He's always there. Yeah. He's having the banter. You know, he's not stealing the show by nope. any means. He's having nope. the banter. He's baking the bakes. He's dressing as an astronaut some weeks, which exactly. I'll never forget. No. Lift off. Sandro's baking career has lifted off since that. So, yeah, absolutely delicious. Abdul, bang. Good job, mate. Liked it. You're, you're going into the next one in good shape, yeah. I would say. Now, wow. Someone had a production meeting before this one. What on earth is going on at this technical challenge? I loved it. Staggered I starts think... and finish, Harry. What do you think about that? We got staggered starts and finish, right? And what we've got as well is obviously we love the deep fat fryer. What we also love is the freezer and the race to yeah. set frozen yeah. desserts because it's dra- it's high drama. The the crew and Paul backs to the bakers. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> this is so good. When as soon as the before I even knew why they were doing this, I did. I wrote staggered start time and did four exclamation marks. You can see that. I can see them. Off. What I don't know if you noticed as well is that I've never seen this before in a technical challenge. They wrote there should be no conferring between bakers. Yeah, because I think already disadvantage to go to first. Yeah. Right? If everyone is asking you, and put it because I think in the tent there's that feeling of camaraderie and we yeah. help each other. I think it is a bit unfair to person under that like social pressure of asking them and then yeah they don't want to be a dick and not tell you. So yeah. I think that was that was good. That was fair. Everyone's on their own here, and some people messed up big time. Yeah, so to make these six pistachio and praline ice cream cones. Topped yeah. with the same flavor of ice cream, yeah. And two, um, I think it was Sandro. He's like, "It's not a thing, is it?" Making ice cream. 
which yeah like, i mean look someone said that about custard as well i feel like look you're in the tent made weirder things than this i an ice cream maker i could see something you buy in russ i don't have an ice cream maker but what i will say is i got have a kitchen aid and when I got my KitchenAid many moons ago, it came with an ice cream maker attachment. So I have okay. made ice cream only once. But again, very similar. I feel like an ice cream maker is like the ultimate, not that I'm married, ultimate wedding present. So like, yeah, we'd love an ice cream maker. And then it just sits on top yeah. of your kitchen shelves gathering dust. Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, we'd all like to eat ice cream every evening. Yeah. But... Look, we're both thirty plus. You can't do it. Yeah, and also I think it's, it's it's some things in life you can make a decent one of it at home. Yeah, like with minimal levels of effort, but certain things you yeah. can't that are just never as good. Making burgers at home are never as good as you get a really good burger from like a you know somewhere. Chips are never yeah. as good. Very rarely you have to really put the effort in chips and you know, things like that. Steaks never as good as you go to a nice steak restaurant. So I think. That's the things ice cream had fall under that category. It's like it's just not as good. Yeah, and you get there's a lot of good ice cream places. How are you going to re- recreate yeah. the Pizza Hut ice cream machine at home? You can't do it. And you know what? I tell you what. My favorite ice cream is the whiskey. Delicious. That's my favorite ice cream. So if I could have one of them at home, I that'd be I your might like um. Richie Rich installation. You have an, a Mr. Whippy ice cream machine installed. Oh, yeah. Why I'd not? Get, I'd get a Coca-Cola freestyle machine installed. That's what I would have done. Look at five guys. I'd That's just my have dream. Diet Coke every time. Oh, yeah, just Diet Coke. Just <laughs> run it up, baby. But you got the option. Don't need it. Let them rot. Let them go off the other flares. Um, so, yeah, it's weird. So they had Sandro Solo, then Yanush, then Shabira... And it was weird because Maxi didn't know how to make ice cream. Kevin had an ice cream maker. Abdul thought it was first time. So it was all a bit. But but really, what it came down to end of the day was freezer management. Right, a lot of them put their custard in the freezer for maximum cooling. Mm. Right, but then the freezer is not cold enough to set the ice cream. It's like you're you're blowing your load on the custard where the custard's fine in the fridge and now your ice cream can't fit in the freezer. Like Shabira at one point said her freezer was four degrees. Too hot because you put that... That's not a freezer, in... mate. No, that's a fridge. A bloody oven. That's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we've already had the, the custard around. You know, let, let's have a creme anglaise poached ice cream. Um, I don't think so. So, yeah, that was, and to be honest, basically all of them were melted except Sandro's was incredible. Yeah. He smashed it. His was perfect. His was like the uh, example one. Yeah. He did the two scoops, which I feel like it's kind of a bit unfair to expect them to know to do two scoops. <laughs> yeah, no, it's also like, what are we like? Do you, it doesn't specify that. It's like, why does it have to be two yeah, scoops? Yeah, they, they said to what did they say to Maxi? They went, oh, it's a bit stingy. It's like, how would she do a scoop she of ice cream? She lives in London. Do you know how much it costs for a bloody ice cream from the ice cream man? It's about 10 quid worth of ice cream there. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and if ever there was proof 
that the technical challenge is absolute bullshit. Who came last and also got Starbaker? Shabira. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We've told you this many times before. Yeah. It's a bit of drama in the middle. That's why I prefer it if it's wacky. Yeah. Because we just want to get them flapping. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like a side quest because <laughs> I feel like Sandro was like, yes, I've won a technical. And that, that's kind of like a box ticks for your bake yeah, sure. experience. Of your bucket list. You've won a technical. It's it's like an almost separate thing where it's an achievement that you yeah. want to get when you get in there, but it doesn't necessarily affect whether you win Starbaker or Co. Which, yeah. you know, the episode's a bloody an hour and 15 minutes now, so... so just drop it. You could drop it. Yeah, it's it's but very yeah. much like the toilet break at the gig. You know, it's like, right, we're going to play one off of our new albums. All right, fucking hell, let's go for a piss. <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe what they should do in future is, you know... And, and I feel like they do this with Pottery Throwdown is they really go outside the box with it. Yeah. And I think like the staggered ice cream, the deep fat fryer, but even maybe do something on the barbecue outside, like yeah. really go crazy with it. If if it's, you know, it doesn't count, but maybe we could just have some fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be my note. Yeah, I, I agree. To the to the producers who should be listening to this. They are listening. Listening, producer. Get us on the show. Get us on the... Get us in. Get us on Extra Slice. Pop us on. Get us on Extra Slice. Get us on... We could present the technical outside <laughs> and give them wacky challenges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? This year, we've this episode, we've got Harry and Ross from Bacon Bad and they all presenting the technical. Yeah, because you know... Because there could be one. I don't know if you ever watched like any uh, like BBC show about like tribes, right? In yeah. The, um, there's a common thing that a lot of tribes do, right? They dig a hole, put mm. holes in it, and then bury a hog. Mm-hmm. Put the dirt back on, banana leaves, dirt back on. Yeah. That's technical. Yeah. Is that, is that or... baking? Well, you're baking a hog. Yeah. You tell me. Yeah, exactly. Or how about we go bake off Pottery Throwdown crossover? We want a pizza served on a plate you've also made. Why not? Why not? Give me a you've good reason got, why not. You've already got I've the pizza oven up to temperature. It might as well be a kiln. Do you know what I mean? Like clay in there. Pop a bit of clay in. Clay calzone done. And that's your technical hosted by us. We'll see you next I, season. I will say this is last note for the technical. Um, Sandro put some chocolate in the bottom of his cone, right? And this is the first time I think in all the series of Bake Off where someone has gone off script with the technical and it's actually yeah. got a good response. Yeah. Crew like, loved it. She's like, it doesn't drop out the bomb. Oh. Like a cornetto. Like a cornetto. He was like, I've had an ice cream before, mate. We've all had ice creams before. So... Okay, so... Showstopper. Set Gatto. Set Custard Gatto. And what did the custard have to be? The star of the show. The hero flavour. We got a lot of heroes in there. So much hero in here. Bloody hell. Yeah. 
Call, um, call Enrique Iglesias because we've fucking found him. The hero is here. He Hollywood definitely has Enrique Iglesias album on CD. That's on CD. That's on his like chill out evening playlist. I reckon Paul Hollywood has a lot of CDs. <laughs> yes. That is I think he's got like expensive CDs box sets. You yeah, know? yeah. He's got he's got like uh kind of, uh Eric Clapton box set. You yeah. know, that is what And he's, he's got. got like that bang and offs and speakers, but the C D thing where it was like you could see all the CDs on the front, so it was like six C D changer. But you could see all of them, and then the arm oh. would, you know. Do you know the one I mean? I know the one you mean, and even now, love to have one of them. Yeah, kind of I at the time. CDs, couple of... But if I had one, I'd get them. I reckon you bet one on eBay for about fifty quid now, because they would have been about four, three, four grand back in in the early late nineties, early aughts. Yeah, in growing up, we had we had a pretty decent CD player, had three CDs in it, mm. three CDs at once. That's nice. I had my parents' Pioneer uh, CD stereo, six-disc CD changer. The cassette, you put the six CDs in, pop it in the car with the the, uh, similar Pioneer in-car thing. So you could choose from six CDs. Bit of Beautiful South, bit of Take That. Yeah. Bit of Shania Twain. Yeah, that's like because it was the one we had. It was three CDs, two tapes. That's that's what you could get in there. Nice. Was it the three nice that they would spin around like? Uh, oh, they like you were poaching spin. an egg, really? Yeah, in a lot of ways, poaching a CD. Could you could probably poach something in there? Yeah, it gets hot. That laser, get that laser going. Pop a bit of water that in there. Laser disc. <laughs> So, we started off. Now, what I thought was interesting here is that Abdul, when they said it's a custard gato, Abdul said, oh, this is a personal favorite of mine. What? I loved it. And he... I'd never seen one of these before in my entire life. I didn't know what... And they all made, to be honest, completely different things. (laughs) They all look like different challenges, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Except there was one of these that very familiar and it was Yanusha's who's made the oh, same thing every the fucking week now what we, sh- we should say is I had a few beers on Tuesday so you we were supposed to record on Tuesday weren't we which when we normally record you were obviously in Los Angeles and I yeah. went to go see the indie rock outfit Pavement yeah now great band I, I love the gig went with friend of the show co-host extraordinaire Sean Ford and he said he's coming in for the final. So he's, he's in. in. He's in for he's the final. In. So we'll get him in. Um, I had a few a few beers. And I was on Twitter when I got in. And I saw somebody had done a funny meme where it's, you know, when it's like that, it's like really fast motion, but they're hitting a button. Yeah. You know, you're the one? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I know the meme. Hitting, yeah. yeah. And it, somebody said, Shabiro, when it's a showstopper. And then the button just said dripping <laughs> or like drip cake. I love that. It made me laugh. I replied to it and I said, I said, I say this every fucking week on Baking Bad. Did a typo because I'd had a few shandies. Yanush liked it. He liked the tweet. 
so you know you know we know you're listening you drip motherfucker the thing is right he gets complimented on every week they fall for the dripping played, the drip kicks i'm gonna tell you so i i played uh a game of or a tournament of fifa with some of my old friends recently haven't right. played fifa for years right mm-hmm. and i just ended up doing the same thing where it seemed almost like a hack in the game where i just ran down the wing and then did like a pass into the box yes, right? the man city man city attack scored so many goals and everyone was getting so annoyed at me but i was like <laughs> if it's working i'm yeah, gonna well, keep it. doing it and yeah and also learn to defend against waiting it. for them to say yeah he's waiting for them to say stop doing it yeah I agree oh, with him. We love this. Where? You know, at the end of the day, I'll be fizzled with Yanush. Oh. He's gaming the system. He would, as usual. <laughs> he's gaming, he's gaming the, system. the system. He's like, he can do a drip and he's doing it. Yeah. They should say to him, if this was uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, Michelle would be like, we want to see something new from you. Yeah. Right. And that's a little reality TV crossover. Little crossover. Yeah. I like that he said he practiced not... it in high heels at 6 a.m. He practiced it in high heels, which makes me wonder about the shooting schedule, right? They, I reckon they do two eps at once. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Because it? they, he must have been practicing two at once. Yeah. Yeah. A little behind. Who knows? Accidental behind. I don't think they're allowed to speak about the filming process, though. No. But yeah, so well, um, we, sorry, we jumped the gun there because P- Shabira started off with her pina colada custard, didn't she? She's yeah, she's doing the cocktail double this week. Yeah, and as we know, Paul Hollywood has had a pina colada on every continent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's an expert. So he's an expert. Um, and this, honestly, they said it looks amazing, and the, the I feel like the flavors of pina colada. Pina Colada, as we should call sure, it. Uh, authentic. Excellent uh, on the end. They go well with custard, I think, because they, mm. they said it looks amazing, wobbling like nobody's business. Yeah. Uh, and it had loads of custard. Custard was the hero here, yep. which, you know, yeah. Yep. There's a few. And they said it was impressive and stable, spectacular. But not gloopy at all. Smashed it. Beera, he's not this. This is probably one of the best showstoppers of the series in terms yeah. of feedback. Like I wrote here, our queen is killing it. Shabira absolutely yeah. smashed it. She's cracked enough because... MS pina colada tinnies on the train home. So she knows how to smash it into a cake. And she, this week she hasn't put uh, truffles in it. No trouble. What she's not done this week is put she's she's done flavors that go together, which in my experience (laughs) people like. (laughs) She hasn't accidentally mixed up two cookery books like that friend's episode. And (laughs) like she's not gone, oh this is a yeah, this is a pina colada pork pie. No thank you. Like (laughs) just give me when she does it, she smashes it out of the park. So There we go. Very happy about this. And uh, next, next we had Abdul, yep. who is doing is doing a milfoy, mm, and he said he used Paul Milfoy. Hollywood's recipe. Milfoy. And he said, "And you know what, Paul Hollywood, oh, absolutely 
He loved that. And I feel like this could be... I feel like Abdul's in some ways got harsh criticism or hasn't been built up that much. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like this week could be a turning point because Paul loves him now. Yeah. Paul loved the ego boost of using his recipe. Yeah. And I think he pulled it off pretty well. And Prue... Sorry, I just want to say Prue was like, oh, yeah, that recipe is as good as a rough puff pastry. Oh, yeah. She would love it. And they were like, oh, Prue and Hollywood are in agreement. We need, what does this moment mean for the show? But yeah, they yeah, love this. After we're all together. Yeah. Similar to what he's doing as he uh, travels the galaxy as an astronaut trying to bring <laughs> alien life. Indeed. He's the international space uh, station well, of the tent. Russia and US united is. once again. He is. Uh, but they said it looks lovely, stylish, professional. That's what Prue said. Yeah. Uh, Custard is definitely the hero. It's the hero. Again, another one. I can be um, your hero, Custard. Yep. And he said the pastry needed five more minutes. That's all he said. That yeah. was the only... And I feel like it, he was... That, was, that five minutes was... The difference between really smashing it out of the park there and did yeah. what did Abdul do for the first one? Yeah, and Abdul had a really good signature, so I feel like five minutes and he would have been in the running for Star Baker there. Yeah, I don't disagree. So the margins are getting thin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a tightrope they're walking now. Yeah, because to, you got to say this six, none of them really messed up here no well what i would say is well now it's getting tough and the margins are getting thinner as we just said people have had to pull out things out the bag and then we have two back-to-back contestants here who've gone for the emotional card they've had it in their back pocket all these apps yeah time to bring out the big guns does it pay off for them no yeah and because we mentioned this on last week how we haven't gotten a lot of that because yep. i got a message from friends of the show joseph parkins that he was pleased to see it and i was too because we got tribute to a friend from sandro yeah uh his friend who got him to apply to bake off and they passed they i feel like passed. if you're sandro's friend and you see the way he's baking and you look at him and you know his personality you're like apply to bake off because they're, you're 100% going to get on. Yeah. There's no way he's not getting on. So this was a dead friend, right? Dead? Are we yeah. saying dead? I don't think yeah, they passed. Yeah, I think they passed. See, well, he alluded to the fact that he either, they're either, I don't want to disrespect the dead, they're either actually dead or dead Sandro, but it wasn't clear which one it was. I imagine yeah, they, the former. It could be. It didn't feel like missing. a hex cake. <laughs> like a, a missing person's cake put their face on the side of the cake. Uh, yeah, it's no, like yeah. danced around it a bit, you know. Yeah, it was but strange, isn't it? Actually, now you think, now you mention it, but yeah. Um, but they, look, looked either way. They said it looked it great. It was very neat. Yeah. Bold, modern, creative. And I don't know if you saw that. Uh, Noel, because he did this in the microwave, and then Noel did a microwave uh, 
called yeah, the old, Nigella. What's she called? Nigella. Nigella yeah. Lawson. Yeah, she did that, and it became a a thing last year. A meme. A meme. And then we had Maxi. Father-in-law's Maxie. tribute. Yes. The Promised Land. And it had a, uh African continent on it. Mm. Um, and what yeah, I would so say here, and they said they were not convinced the custard would be the hero. Yeah. And com- guess what? They knew. Yeah. Because it, again, this is actually a hard one to judge because they basically were like, this is really, really good. They but, loved it. But we didn't ask for this. It's not the hero. Yeah. So it, it's hard. That's hard critique to compare to others, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. where do you place that? Yeah. How much do you punish that? Well, and, and that's because... this is the thing is like, you know, when it's small margins, if you've not done, it's all very well doing the thing, doing a good bake, but it's not why I asked you to bake. Yeah, and it is, to be honest, say Kevin who went home, right? Yeah. What tripped him up was the fact that it had to be custard. Yeah. Because it all slip slopped about. So fell on his custard sword. Feel... Whereas Maxie just skirted around it. I do feel I think of it. Mm. Was robbed. I think so. And Kevin, but, I know yeah, you're listening. We'll get to yeah. I feel for you. But you did Scotland proud. It's Scotland proud, and we miss you. <laughs> so we already talked about Yanush. We talked about his drip cake bullshit. I called him the drip cake douchebag. No disrespect to you, Yanush. We love you, really. But, but they, they didn't said that... like it as well. No. They said the drip was perfect, but that's where the compliments stopped. Gloopy. Wallpaper paste. <laughs> I mean, that's about as down as it gets. So you, went, you don't mention words, do you, Paul? So Yanush was... Feedback was terrible. Yeah. On this showstopper. Yeah. Uh, like getting the key ingredient wrong, like it being terrible. The hero of his yeah. was terrible. Yeah. To me, that's pretty damning. Um, he did do the vanilla latte, so maybe that saved him. But Kev, what did Kev have in the first? Yeah, this isn't DIY SOS, you know. We don't need a wallpaper paste. We want a cake. We want a cake. We're not making a renovation home. on your front room. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing yet. I was thinking, what else can you use wallpaper paste? I don't even know. <laughs> wallpaper really paste purely what wallpaper for wallpaper paste is. Yeah. Just like glue, and you whack it on the wall, and you put a bit of wallpaper on. I don't know where Paul Hollywood has eaten it, but best of luck to him. <laughs> yeah, probably on every continent. <laughs> When he's in Cyprus, just, um, you know, in between job. But yeah, so he didn't do well. And then, obviously, the King of Scotland, Kevin. My honey valentine. No. The flavours here, I was very excited about bay leaf and thyme. I put dangerous. You know, yeah. it looked like he'd he'd had a sneak peek in Shabira's cookbook. Yeah, and but you know what? It was a trance. They loved it. It was a... Me- they were... Enthralled by through, and at the end, proves like and this, 
I'm going to go. She's like, I can't stop thinking. She was haunted by this custard. She's like, I'm going to go home and make it myself. And I feel like that in terms of and getting praised. Yeah. That custard is one of the highest praise you could possibly get. They loved yeah. it. It was unique and it was yeah. delicious. And the, it slip slopped a bit about and it was wobbly. And he couldn't get it to stand right. up. He had to go two stands. That was his death now. But surely, if anything's going to save you, it is by making the hero element uh, as good as it could possibly be. Yeah, I agree. And that's why, think. you know, I did think for a minute that when they said, you know, she was in the running to go home, I was like, you know what? Maybe he is, but... They're going to keep him in. Because if you were to a few weeks in, if you two weeks in, if you were to list the top five, you probably would list this top five. Yeah, I think Kevin's been near the bottom for a few weeks. Yeah, now, and I think that probably went against him. Whereas Yanush has been, I know, and he said, you know, I had imposter syndrome, but he doesn't need to have it because he's done himself proud and he did a great job. Top man for it, Custard King. He went out in a way on a high. He went yeah. out on Prue, uh, you know, going chirping about his yeah. bay leaf cup. Right down, so right down the recipe for you, would you, Kevin? Yeah. Pop it in one of my next books and monetize your failure. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not paying any tax because um, I'm a dirty fucking Tory. Anyway, Starbaker <laughs> was the back to back queen. And it, honestly, it wasn't close. She smashed it. Yeah. She she set an example for the rest of them of getting the texture right on the custard. Yeah. She got the flavors right. And then she also did a great job on her mojito. Yeah. Smash the technical. Technical doesn't matter. She bombed out on that. Who cares? Yeah. Sandro, who won the technical and was really the only one who did a good job in the technical, was kind of floating more near the bottom. So yeah. I feel like she smashed it. She'll be here it. two weeks in a row. Proud, killing Can it. anyone stop her? We'll find out in the quarterfinals. The pastry week, Carrie. No messing this now. Is... It's a serious shit. Pastry is like, this is extremely technical. You really... You yeah. can't, I feel like with pastry, you can't necessarily like revise your way to a win. You can't yeah. put 40 hours of baking at home the week before to no. do good in pastry. I think you need a base, strong base of technical pace, uh, baking yeah, knowledge to do yeah. well in pastry. Yeah. You can't fucking make it look like a chicken fried chicken to you know it needs to look like the thing needs to look like do you know what i mean yeah so we'll see i don't know who that favors honestly i feel like sometimes you you can see who that would favor but they all seem good but none of them seem infallible it's no. a good top five i think yeah i agree now before we wrap it up all right Two things, two orders of business. Friend of the show, Craig Smith, yeah. uh, a friend of mine, messaged me. He said, have you seen these Instagram stories? I said, no, let me have a look. As a reminder to the listener, 
at Harry Monaghan, at Ross Drummond on Instagram and Twitter. There's a band called Japanese Breakfast. Are you familiar with the band Japanese Breakfast? I've heard the name. Can't say I've listened to one of their CDs. Front person of Japanese Breakfast. She wrote a book called Crying in the H Mart. It was the New York Times bestseller. Anyway, they're big Bake Off fans. When they played in London recently, they had a brass band. And guess who they asked to play the old trumpet for them live in London? I can't imagine who. Jürgen. Oh, my God. Jürgen. Yeah. And they all wore Jürgen T-shirts. And Jürgen was with them backstage taking pictures. So it was the indie rock Bake Off crossover. I loved it. It was awesome. They said they were big fans. That's they watched it when they were Yeah, so I enjoyed that a lot. So I want to tell you that. And then obviously That's we had great. Chelsea sending some questions. Uh, going back to the G- the the Halloween episode. Yeah. What was Maxie's costume? I don't think she had one. She just had witch hair. Was the first one. I don't yeah. believe. Um, could Dawn have been more dismissive of Noel's teeth jokes? Well, the thing I one. Chelsea, I can't remember those jokes because it's been too many weeks ago now. But Don was a dirty toy still. So. The thing about Dawn was he was happy to have none of Matt or Noel, which. As we say, she will by that, I think by Halloween, she'd had enough. That was the week she'd had enough. Yeah, she. She'd had enough for two weeks in a way, but also the week before, Carol had also had enough. So they were both sort of crashing out for those two weeks, which I think, yeah, she had enough. I would say she'd probably had enough of a camera in her face. She'd had enough of trying to do this really hard bake and then having to talk to Noah and Matt. Yeah. That's the show. That, happened to, f- that did happen to Jürgen a bit as well. I think it did. Yeah, you had enough as well. Yeah. And the final question from Chelsea was, does Kevin remind, and she wrote this because I think she's from Texas. Let me just double check. Yeah. She said, y'all. It's not something you and I would say. Yeah. She says, does Kevin remind y'all, I'll say, does Kevin remind you both of John Hanna? And I I can see where she gets that from. Who's John Hanna? John Hanna is a Scottish actor. Um, he was in several things. I think of John Hanna the most from the... 90s rom com, uh, rom com, rom drama, Sliding Doors. If you remember that. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I know. He's. Shall I tell what I know him from? Go on. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. He does that. Of course. Funeral does. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, makes you cry. I think Kevin okay, does yeah, have a bit of John Hannah about him. Yeah. He's got the same shaped head. <laughs> he does. So yeah, do you, would you say that's a Scottish head, or do you think I think so? Yeah, head? if I shaved my head, or then I think I would also look like John Hannah. It's just a natural thing that would happen. Yeah, it's a Scottish head, top heavy, top know? heavy. If I was about two stone lighter and had a thinning head of hair, oh, excuse yeah. me, are you Richard Curtis's owns John Hannah? Yes, I am. <laughs> Done. Yeah, and that's what you you're you're all John Hannah. Like yeah. a Spartacus. I am yeah. John Hammond. Yeah. It's, you know, the seed that we, you know, in Scotland, you know, like the fish that got feet and climbed out the water. Ours yeah. look like John Hanna. Yeah. 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 For sure. And he uh... does look a bit like that as well. <laughs> does he? I, I don't know. We'll never know. 
but yeah so you know as always thanks for sending in your questions tweet at us instagram us at harry monaghan at ross drummond we love answering them harry what are you doing for the rest when are you coming back from california i am coming back um are you recording next? are we doing this transatlantically next week as well yeah we're doing it transatlantically next week um, I'm I'm not going to Disneyland, so we should be able to turn to do it? it around. Okay, cool. Quicker, quicker turn around. Um, what was your favorite ride at Disneyland? I'm sure the listeners want to know. Indiana Jones. Oh, you should go through. There's a little model of Indiana Jones on a rope above you. A bit of fun that. Did you yeah, go on the California the Rock and Roller Coaster? N- no. No. What? I think that is in uh, California Adventure Park. You didn't go to California separate... Adventure Park? No, we went to the Disneyland. You need two separate tickets. Did you do the Star Wars stuff? Did the old Star Wars stuff. That's good. Millennium Falcon. That's cool. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the whole land is just very incredibly like... It's well done. A lot of money went into that. Yeah. yeah. So well... if, you, if you haven't heard of it, that's my recommendation for Disneyland. <laughs> Your recommendation for anybody visiting California. Stars. Check out Disneyland. They could honestly do a Bay Costume Park. I was thinking that. Oh. Like Custard World. Do it in yeah, do it in like Surrey, maybe. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. the tent and then yeah, away Custard you go. World, Pastry World, Bread World. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I can hear my daughter putting out, so and I've already pushed my time recording this podcast. So, Harry, I'm going to have to say goodbye to you, sir. Goodbye, Russ. Catch you next week. Catch you next week. And well, thank you as always, listeners. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye for now. So, be back soon. Bacon Bear, Harry, Russ, and Sean. Sean, that's us. They love you. Yes, we do.